We're here today to talk about the six biggest mistakes estate agents make when it comes to their sales chasing. Richard, you're from ASAP, which is the sales chasing firm Outsourcing. Um, what are those six biggest mistakes? Talk to me. I think the first one I'd highlight is uh, an agent viewing sales progression as something other than a full-time role. So whether an agent outsources it to a firm like mine, or whether they do it in-house, sales progression has got to be a dedicated resource. What I often observe is sales progression is just one part of a person's role. Um, and I personally think that's a mistake. I think you need to invest in sales progression because ultimately, while it won't guarantee, it will help your payday both arriving and sooner. So I think sales progression full-time is vital. I mean, it's my understanding that the average uh, sales progression time between sale agreed and, and exchange is 22 weeks at the moment. Um, I know at, uh, with ASAP, you're, you're down at 14 weeks because you are focused wholly on sales progression. Yeah. Are you saying that other estate agents, if they employed a full-time sales progressor, because again, it's not all about you here or mm -hmm. your firm, mm -hmm. would be able to get the, the sales the sales time down much quicker? Because again, if it's quicker, you're more likely to get paid quicker, but also less likely to fall out of bed. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it, you know, it, it's not for me to tell an agent how to run their business. Plenty of agents are considering outsourcing full stop various roles that companies like me can support them with. But if ultimately they want to do it in-house, that's fine. I suppose there is a business case for outsourcing sales progression in terms of not just about pipeline turnover, but also cost. So, you know, in busy times, have you got the resource to flex to take advantage of the ups? And, you know, when the market cools down a bit, are you carrying overhead that, frankly, is expensive and underutilized? Okay, so what's the second mistake that estate agents make? Chasing solicitors for daily updates. Um, what we've observed is solicitors, especially over the last two years, have been inundated um, with obviously the volume of work. Now you can argue whether they could or should have resourced that better. But, but chasing a solicitor for a daily update is ultimately self-defeating because a solicitor needs to be able to actually do the conveyancing. I had a call from one of my uh, solicitor panel probably about two weeks ago. And he actually said to me, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to respond to the 200 emails that I've got in my inbox? return the phone calls or just actually get on and do the job. So what an agent needs to do is basically give the solicitors the time to get on with the work. How often do you think they should be chased? It will depend where the transaction is. Um, I mean, at the start, less so. You know, once inquiries have been raised, I think you need to give the solicitor a week or two because that might involve some legal work. It will also involve uh, speaking to the clients. But I think ultimately, depending on where the transaction is, chasing for an exchange every two or three hours is just not required because it won't get the case over the line quicker. So I think, I think you need to be aware of where the transaction is and understanding of the legal process and tailor your progression accordingly. What's the third? We want to work with our solicitors. I think sometimes there's a temptation uh, for agents to view solicitors as the enemy and the barrier for a transaction uh, going forward. 
that might be the case in certain instances, but ultimately, as an industry, we are pretty much aligned in that nobody, get pay, nobody gets paid until it completes. But the temptation to blame others, I don't think is necessarily a good thing to do. So chucking a solicitor under the bus, playing the blame game, is self-defeating. But the other thing is, if you don't collaborate and work with an agent, um, they're going to shut the door, they're not going to pick up the phone, and you're not going to get the information that you need. So you need to work with them. Number four? Change is a big issue at the moment. Um, I mean, it's always been the case, but I suspect the last two years has exacerbated things, lack of housing stock. But, but as a progressor, you shouldn't just be concentrating on the agent's transaction. You have to be going up and down the chain. They may not be in sync, but you need to manage the information and you need to inform. So it might be that your vendor's in a position to go, but other people in the chain are not. Until other people in the chain are not, that ain't going. So you need to manage the chain. I think one of the things we've observed recently is a lot of open chains. It's probably about 20% of our stock at the moment where a vendor has sold, but they can't find anywhere to go. Now, I don't think that's sold. It's effectively under offer because you're not chasing a contract. Um, so I think agents need to be aware of segmenting their pipeline, understanding where individual cases are, and managing them accordingly. What's your fifth? We've got a sort of mantra in our business, progress, don't update. Now, update is important because the flow of information to all parties uh, is required. And frankly, when people don't know what's going on, that's when pressure, that's when people get concerned. But sales progression is all about solving problems and moving cases forward. We see our role as eyes and ears of the agent. So when things are not happening, and they're constantly not happening, that needs to be flagged up to the agent. It might be a buyer's mortgage, it might be people sitting on paperwork, it might be a vendor getting flaky. All of these things can be managed, and that information needs to go back to the agent so we can collaborate with them in terms of the best solution. And what's the sixth biggest mistake people make? Um, one of the biggest own goals an agent can make um, is agreeing completion times when a memo of sale is issued. It's a really dangerous thing to do. Um, and it's one that can't be agreed at this point because ultimately the solicitors are in control of when a transaction will complete. And solicitors will only talk about completion times at the point of exchange. So to manage a client's expectations, by all means get an indication of, ideally, the timescales that they're looking at. But the average is the average. It's 150 days. If a vendor is expecting it to go in three weeks, you've got to manage that expectation on day one because it's just not going to happen. Thank you for your time today. And I hope you boys and girls out there in estate agency land have learned a lot from Richard, who sales progresses thousands of sales at any one time with him and his team. So thank you for your time today. Cheers, Chris. Thank <laughs> you.